Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to make this podcast just a little earlier this week so we could all be here and hear it. And good morning. It's Brenda, Dr. Brenda Shoshana with the podcast Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Of course, when we say, you know, when we say Zen Wisdom, we just mean wisdom. It doesn't belong to Zen, doesn't belong to anyone. Wisdom is wisdom for all of us. It's for this, and every bit of life is our everyday life. Every moment is our everyday moment. So it's for everybody. No need to, to... classify it in one way or another because that separates this one from that one. But of course, we also do want to give honor and dedication to the source of our wisdom, the source of our understanding. And that's very, very important. So anyway, today's podcast is entitled The Birth of Love. (laughs) What What a huge concept the birth of love, as if love can be born, as if it can die. But anyway, this podcast is really for today. I'm going to look a little bit into what love actually is, because during this season, which is so much a time for summoning love, we all want to share, we want to have goodwill, we want to give our best and gifts and attention and recognition to one another. And, and many of us feel very hungry to receive that great need to be recognized. Well, what am I going to get? What do they really think of me? To be appreciated, all of that, it comes up very strongly, as I've said before. And I'm saying it again today because here we are right on the cusp of the holiday. And this is a very important, really very important to look into it a little more deeply because it is, as I've said, a very painful time of the year for many people. When we see everybody partying and being together and having a good time or being with our families, there are those who don't have that. And for them, this can be a time of being deeply alone. They may feel that love has failed them. I've heard this a lot this week, people saying, well, love has failed me or it's left me. I had it, but I don't anymore. Others some can feel a big disappointment as if what they truly had hoped for in life hasn't really come to pass. So I want to address that. Rather than running and running around trying to make ourselves happier and happier, let's just take a moment and, and address that question. What is love really? What is it? Where is it? Can it really ever leave you? There's a, there's a fantastic quote that I, I love, which says, a feeling that is here one moment and gone the next cannot be called love. That's a profound, profound statement and a profound quote. A feeling that is here one moment and gone the next cannot be called love. What does it really mean? What it's really saying to us is that a feeling, and a feeling of maybe infatuation, excitement, what warmth or dependency, whatever the feeling is that we call love, that's not love. 
That's just a feeling. And feelings inevitably, necessarily come and go, like the weather. If they're here one moment, they're gone the next. Of course, we hold on to them. <laughs> we hope they won't go. We don't want them to go. Uh, but the true nature of a feeling is passing through. Actually, when, when painful feelings come, it's very nice to know that. Don't hold on to them. Let them pass right through. That's all they do if you just let them live their own life. However, many people make this very unfortunate mistake thinking that this feeling of love is love. And when the feeling goes, where did the love go? <laughs> what happened to the relationship? I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling bitter. I'm feeling uh, alone. What happened to the love? And the answer is nothing, because those feelings were not love to start with. You know, people too, people that we love very much, they're here with us for a while, and then they too, sooner or later, inevitably must depart. They must go. We don't believe it while we're actually living it. It doesn't seem possible. It seems that happens some, to someone else. It's not going to happen to me. But this is the very transient nature of the world we're living in right now. So does that mean that love itself cannot be counted upon? Will love too vanish? Can it be born or die, disappear or appear? The quote that we're looking at suggests, and the truth really tells us, that real love is not sub subjected to that. It cannot go. It cannot leave. It cannot disappear. And it cannot appear out of nowhere either. Actually, the good news is it's always right here. It's here. It's never anywhere else. It's with you. It's here. Why don't we feel it? Why don't we know it? Why do we feel so bereft? Very important question. That's a koan. I love to look at these very simple human experiences of ours as koans, and that is what they are. <laughs> they're to be looked at. They're to be lived with. They're to be seen through and, and understood in a completely different way not logically, not rationally, in our very bones. So as we cling to passing feelings or people or expectations, that is what is pushing the true experience of love away. We're substituting the feeling of love for real love. We're substituting a person, our experience with that person, for real now I'm not saying you're not having real love with the person of course we are but when we cling to it when we demand it be a certain way we're actually substituting that for the experience of real unshakable unvanishable love you know as we cling to this fleeting world and it is fleeting then then what happens the world itself becomes heavy upon us. Our feelings turn into clouds that darken many, many days. 
And we cannot see, unfortunately, the sun that is always there, right with the clouds, right behind the clouds, waiting to break through. The sun wants to break through. It's right there. It's just our clinging and creating these heavy clouds, these cobwebs, that gives us a different experience of life. You know, these feelings that arise, these longings, these memories, the pain, they confuse us. They tell us that they are real and that all is not well. That's a basic message we're getting. All is not well. But the, but the true taste of love will tell you otherwise. Once you have that true taste of love, you will see everything is perfect. It's fine in the moment just as it is. And the moment will leave and turn into another moment if you permit it to. So in order to get to that experience, in order to have that reassurance by love, <laughs> it's very useful to take a moment to really look at these feelings and doubts and expectations and to take away their importance from them and to see them really for what they are. What we give importance to what we grant our attention to, it gains power over us. When we tell ourselves some kind of a story and, and we believe it and we dwell on it and we tell somebody else the story, we're giving it, making it very important and very real and very solid and that's going to cloud our day and our mind. And of course... When we withdraw that power from it, when we see these passing feelings or stories or, or for what they simply are, which are like cobwebs, <laughs> they look like they're a big deal, but the minute you touch them, they just dissolve. And the minute we look into the true nature of this, this cloudy mind, it too dissolves. And the sun shines right through. And you could call the sun the experience of love. You could call it the experience of warmth, of kindness, of reality. It's all of that. You could call it spirit. I mean, it doesn't matter what you call it. The words aren't going to fill your belly. You need a real taste of it directly in your own life. And actually, that's what Zen practice is dedicated to, to giving us a real taste of that in our own lives. Once we have this true taste of love, of goodness, deep down we actually know that we can never be alone. That is with us always. It is in us. It is around us. And it only depends upon, upon what we're focusing on and upon what we're giving importance to. But that goodness, that love, it's always right there, wanting, needing. It needs to break through. It wants to break through. It is only us. We've been keeping it away as we're demanding and craving this happiness from our experiences and from our feelings. As we're dwelling too much on our memories and disappointments, it's our own focus. We're focusing in the wrong place. And as we let all of that subside, 
as we lighten lighten it as we look at it and then let it go this delicious experience of warmth of love of goodness inevitably breaks through it's inevitable you know we have a very wonderful um quote that i love which says an eighth of an inch of difference in heaven and earth are set apart not beautiful how beautiful an eighth of an inch of difference and heaven and earth are set apart your experience of your life being heaven just an eighth of an inch away from you just the distance of a quick breath or a quick decision just takes what they're really hearing is that it just takes a brief moment to let these cobwebs dissolve and to allow this deep warm sun to shine through the sun of love to shine through as we do this more and more we actually become the love that we have been seeking that's a whole other wonderful discussion which we'll do in another podcast we actually become the love we're seeking we are it and we can give it easily naturally inevitably to every person we meet so when we say the birth of love that's what i'm referring to the birth of that within us being drenched being bathed in that delicious sun in that delicious sense of warmth and goodness and allowing it's just a matter of allowing our cobwebs to depart to dissolve so i know that some of you really enjoy the exercises i've been hearing from you about that and i'm delighted that you do and for this particular segment maybe a nice exercise a simple exercise would be just take a few moments in a lovely place sit under a tree or in a place of your apartment that you care for that you enjoy and take a look and see what what is it that's causing you what what feeling is there what thought what what memory is is has become a cobweb in your life what are you giving dwelling upon giving a lot of attention to making it real making it important and just for now can you just let that go just let it go and then look at the next one and do the same notice when something comes to steal your happiness or your feeling of being close to love notice it see it and let it depart So please write to me. Let me know how this is for you, how it goes. I'm topspeaker at yahoo.com. And you know our website is um, zenwisdomtoday.com. We have all of the different podcasts on there. You can listen again to anyone that you care to. It's an honor to be here sharing with you, and I thank you so much for joining again. I wish you, all of you, each one, a beautiful, beautiful holiday season. And I, I know <laughs> how simple it is. It's a very, it seems very difficult, but it's also very simple to make that eighth of an inch difference, eighth of an inch of a space in your life, and to be, allow that warm sun of love in your life and in your heart to shine through.
be very nice to do so. Be the best gift to give others and to yourself too. I'll be back next week with a next episode in our Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life podcast. And thanks for listening.